Hello, and thank you for tuning in to The Cartridge Club. If you're unsure what The Cartridge Club is, we are a monthly gaming podcast where we select a game of the month, we invite everyone in our community to play along with us, and then at the end of the month, we invite three special guests on to talk about the game. It's kind of like Oprah's Book Club, but for gamers, and with less free prizes. Uh, I'm going to jump right into introducing our guests. Uh, I am going to introduce myself first, and then I'm going to introduce our guests. Uh, I'm Player One. I am one half of the co-founders uh, of the Cartridge Club and of this podcast. Uh, my brother, Player Two, is the other half. Some would say he's the better half. He's definitely the taller half. Um, but uh, yeah. So now that I introduce our guests, we actually, it's very rare that we have months when we have three brand new guests who've never been on the show before. This is one of those months, and I'm really excited about that. So first up, uh, we have the resident advocate, I think is the right term, uh, of the Cartridge Club. Uh, you know him on Twitter as at a Latino lawyer, and uh, he is Diego Avila. Thanks for joining us, Diego. Thanks, P1. It's great to be here. Why don't you tell our listeners uh, a little bit about yourself, who you are, where they can find you, and uh, what it is that you do. Okay, well, uh, I'm definitely a lover of retro games. Um, I don't have a YouTube or a podcast to uh, to talk about, um, but you can find me on Twitter, at a Latino lawyer. Uh, also, uh, Instagram, uh, DiegoAvila79. Fair warning. Most of my Instagram are pictures of my son. Uh, they will probably will become pictures of my daughter in uh, a couple days. Um, but I will every once in a while post uh, pictures of video games I'm playing or pickups I've had. Uh, I love tweeting about video games. Um, kind of what uh, anything else to know about me really is uh, I came across this community uh, that I love almost on accident. Uh, <laughs> About a year ago, I first um, started listening to podcasts. I've been living under a rock, as um, as Will <laughs> likes to say. Uh, <clears throat> and oh, yeah. after after my son was born, I became the sole dog walker in the household. And I needed something to occupy my time while I was walking the dog. And I came across – I've been on Twitter for a long time. But primarily it was just, you know, I tweeted about – stuff that I liked, but I didn't know that there was this community of people that also shared the same interest as me. Um, and I, I came across a tweet that said, oh, you should try this app for aggregating podcasts. And so I was, I tried the app and then I asked, uh, you know, some buddies of mine, you know, what podcast should I listen to? And I think on accident, I came across uh, Retro Rejects and it didn't take long for me to realize like that just connects the dot to everybody. Yeah. So I, the very first podcast that I listened of theirs was actually their last one. So I went back from the beginning and I, I did, you know, uh, a binge listen through all of them, kind of got caught up, listened to Layla and Curtis, listened to you guys, uh, listened to pretty much their, their entire run are people that are now either members of Cartridge Club or, you know, highly interactive with people in the Cartridge Club. Uh, and, uh, now you guys are pretty much my number one distraction when I should be working. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great backstory. <laughs> so anybody, if any of Diego's uh, clients are listening and you were found guilty, 
It's probably our <laughs> fault that he wasn't as focused as he should have been. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, please don't come looking for us. Uh, but uh, if you are listening to this and you are someone who was found guilty, I want to say uh, a special thank you for finding a way to smuggle us into whatever jail you're at. And uh, hopefully you're having a good good Saturday. <laughs> uh, Diego, we're very happy to have you here. And I'm very excited to talk to you about this month's game. I'm glad you could join us. Next up, uh, we have a fellow Canadian and a fellow retro gamer and a man who uh, donated a lot of time this year to charity. And uh, that is, uh, you know him on Twitter as at Canadian Retro. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me. I mean, I'm pretty excited to be on here. I've tried to listen a couple of times, but listening to podcasts is really challenging for me. So I don't really have... Uh, that kind of free time. I don't have a downtime, not like a lawyer or anything like that. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I don't really get a chance to, to listen that much, but uh, that was sort of like the number one question I think um, was back in the day. I was like, Hey, when am I going to be on the podcast? It's like, you have to listen to it first. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's actually a myth. You know, most of our, most of our favorite guests have never listened to the show. <laughs> but uh yeah, so basically I just have a, a small little YouTube channel. I put up basically pickup videos for the most part. You already previously mentioned I did the 25-hour um, Extra Life Challenge, um, which basically benefits the kids' hospitals recently. So stayed up for 25 hours, had a whole bunch of uh, many of the members of uh, Cartridge Club down in my basement here and playing video games all day long. Probably started my YouTube channel about four years ago. Um, you know, really got inspired, I think, just from – like checking out games for, for the most part, like found those like usual suspect kind of channels like AVGN guys like that. And I was just like, you know what, I'm going to use this to document my collection. And, uh, I wasn't really thinking much of it. I wasn't thinking anybody was going to really follow it, but, um, some people have, and that's pretty impressive. I was just doing it. So, cause my memory is so horrible. I can't remember what I picked up and what I paid for it. And I'm too lazy to make a spreadsheet. <laughs> so, so I was just like, I'll make videos. Right. And, uh, and basically, that's the way that, that that's worked out for the most part, yeah. And that's not my not as interesting story of how things started. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I wish, I think all of us wish we had that free lawyer time that Diego's got. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> um, last but certainly not least, this is a, a cartridge club first. This is the first time we've ever had somebody on the show who has actually been in a video game. Um, which is pretty exciting for us. Uh, so you know her online as girlfriend. Uh, your kids probably know her as the Wayback Machine. Your mother might know her uh, as one of the stars of EastEnders. But uh, we are very happy to welcome from Girlfriend Versus, Layla. Thank you very much. That was a really wonderful introduction. Um, I'm really happy to be here. This is the first podcast that I have ever I think ever done solo. So oh, wow. yeah, I'm a little bit nervous actually. You say all these, <laughs> these things I've done and I'm like, oh, I'm nervous about, about the podcast. But um, just to, you know, you said a lot in the intro, but just to kind of follow that up, um, my boyfriend and I uh, do a YouTube series uh, called Girlfriend Versus, where he introduces me to retro video games that he loves and I play for the first time. And then I review the game and he reviews my playing of it, basically. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's it's been wonderful to really get into gaming this way and be okay to be a novice at something. And I think a lot of people out there, if they gave 
you know, retro gaming a go, they would realize they don't have to mm-hmm. know every little nuance about every little game to, you know, have a lot of fun playing them. Um, and I've become quite addicted to some of the games that I've played. So uh, it's been it's been a wonderful journey that we're continuing. Um, tomorrow, actually, we're going back to filming, which is very exciting for us because we haven't filmed in a while. Nice. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I uh, I am living, breathing proof that you don't have to be good at retro games to enjoy them. <laughs> <laughs> I am with you on that. <laughs> Excellent. So we're, we're extremely excited to have all three of you here. Um, we're going to talk about this month's game, which I'm less excited about, but I am excited about the people I get to, to interact with. So that's uh, I'm going to turn things over to my brother and sometimes my rival, uh, player two. <laughs> Why don't you tell everybody what we've been playing, Mark? All right. This month we have been playing Pokemon. It's the uh, the first Pokemon game, red, blue, or yellow. I mean, we're going to get into the difference between them, but they're all pretty much the same game. Uh, yeah, this is our first Pokemon game in the club. It was originally released in Japan in 96, and it came out over here in 98. Actually, I just found out in Japan it was released as red and green. I didn't know that. We got red and blue. They ended up releasing blue later as a special edition. But yeah, red and green there. Kind of interesting. Um, yeah. Yellow was also released then two years later, and uh, but it's all pretty much the same game, just with more Pokemon and things like that. Um, so we played all three. You could play whichever one you wanted. Uh, also, another fun fact, Yellow was the last Game Boy game ever released. Isn't that yeah. interesting? Wow. Good way to go out, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, for those listening, Pokemon is an, it's like an RPG monster-catching game, I guess is the best way to describe it. Um, yeah. And an anime came out and a card trading game and it became a huge success. Everybody knows what Pokemon is, but this is the first one that started it all off. Is, anyway, it, uh, is that my... something that's still current? Is, is Pokemon still like... Yeah, I think or... so. Um, I think it's failing though. Like it sort of dropped off. <laughs> Popularity really but, waned after the original yeah. entry. Yeah. Yeah. That's too bad. They they went they tried to go mobile, didn't work out. Uh, <laughs> so who knows? Maybe it'll come back someday. Anyway, um, this was my second time playing through Pokemon Red was the one I went played through. Um, it was actually my original cart from back when I was a kid. Um, since then, I, did, I haven't really played another Pokemon game. I tried Heart Gold for like an hour or two and just couldn't get into it. So this has really been my only Pokemon experience, and this was my second time going through it. Um, but that's just me. Uh, how about you guys? Diego, was this your first time playing? And what version did you play on? I played Pokemon Blue. This was the first time that I played any of the Generation 1 uh, Pokemon games. Uh, I was probably already uh, my last year of high school slash beginning of college at the time this came. This is definitely my little brother's jam, though. Um, So, and actually, I think the first time I ever saw somebody playing a Pokemon card, after I graduated from college, I was actually a a teacher. Um, I was a special ed teacher in Houston, Texas. And I remember I had students that played this nonstop uh, in whatever free time that they had. And, uh, you know, it was really tough to be like a 22-year-old uh, teacher always pretending to be older because you didn't want your kids to think that you were, like, barely older than them. Right, right. Uh, and, and so I'd be like, oh, sh- that's such a baby's game. They're, like, looking over their shoulder like, man, that looks really freaking fun. <laughs> that's funny. Right on. So this was your first chance to really get into it then. Into this generation. I did buy and uh, I own Pokemon X on 3DS. I really like that. 
Um, I also vaguely remember playing Pokemon Stadium um, on N64, and that was addictively fun. I'm glad I didn't own it because I would <laughs> not have done well in school. Yeah, I do remember getting Stadium back then, too, because you could put your cart from your game into Stadium and play your actual Pokemon from the game on the big screen. It was pretty cool. Um, I forgot all about that, actually. Okay, cool. How about uh, Layla? Was this your first time playing Pokemon? Um, I first played Pokemon on Girlfriend Versus, and we just played the beginning of Blue. Um, and then I carried on with Pokemon, and it's my favorite uh, series of games. So I've played, I think, wow. X, Soul Silver, Leaf Green, Sapphire. I own Black. I'm just about to get Sun as well. Um, wow. And I think I'm missing about three others as well because <laughs> I just, yeah, I just, I just. When I finish one, I go on to the next one. That's awesome. Um, wow. So I was, yeah, really excited to be asked to do this one. Because <laughs> oh, I've right got on. opinions about Pokemon and there are things <laughs> I love and things I'm not so keen on. But, uh, yeah, so I had um, Pokemon Red. That's the one oh. that I decided to do. Um, and I played it on the um, the Nintendo SP, Game Boy SP. Right on. So Good choice. It sticks out of the back a little bit. So it's a little bit cumbersome if you're taking it anywhere, but... It's, uh, yeah, Pokemon Red. Right on. I should have mentioned that, too, because uh, I, I was actually looking for my Game Boy SP. I can't find it. I don't know where it is. So no. I had to play on – it's actually your Game Boy P, uh, Color, P, uh, Sean, P1. Um, <laughs> P. So, <laughs> P. Sean. So finding uh, – I don't know if you guys remember or if you had one back in the day, but the original Game Boy or Game Boy Color, getting the lighting just right in the room that you're in is so difficult and it makes it a lot harder to find time to play because it has to be in a bright room. And when I'm rocking my baby to sleep, I could be playing that, but I couldn't cause I couldn't find my SP. But, but anyway, um, was Curtis playing along with you, Layla? You know, he took the game before I was, well, before I was kind of allowed to play it, he got to play it, I think, twice. And oh, then wow. he, yeah, he had a whole structure about how we're going to catch everything. And That's what um, I was going to ask, if you guys traded kind of thing. Yeah, well, I haven't done any trading actually yet, oh. but he's he went right with everything. And then he said, you have to go left so that we can get oh. all the different variations of Pokemon. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Oh, that's pretty cool. Okay, uh, Canadian Retro, was this your mm -hmm. first time playing Pokemon, and which version did you play? This is the absolute first time I've ever played a Pokemon game ever. Um, wow. It's sort of, I played Red, and uh, it's just for me, it was like, I always looked at it, and it wasn't like it was a baby's game kind of thing, it was just, I sort of, I was just beyond that age where I thought, like, Pokemon was interesting, like, I knew there were sort of, like, card games and video games and whatever and you know like i got into like my upper teenage years kind of thing and in my early 20s and i was just like yeah i can't really do that it's kind of like for kids or whatever i didn't really think much of it and uh and then sort of later on like when i started retro collecting it became a point where like i'd find them in the wild and like people would rant and rave about how wonderful the games are um and how it's like their favorite franchises and stuff like that and I was like, okay, now it's way too involved and I can't possibly play one of these games. Like I'll just, I, there's too many like Pokemon. There's too much to, there's too much lore to it. There's too much understanding of all that. Like, and it was just overwhelming at that point. I was just like, I'm never probably going to play one of these. And I probably said that, um, like last month, basically, um, that was still sort of my opinion of it. And it became the game of the month. I was like, you know what, I'm going to give it a shot. So, um, and I've really been enjoying it. I can't say like better things about it. 
Wow. Um, you know what? I like hearing that. I like hearing that people can try new series and, and new things um, with the club. Uh, it's nice to hear. Um, so do you think you're going to go and look for the other ones now and play them? You mean the other games? Yeah. Oh, I already own probably all of them. Other oh, than, wow. Like, the most recent <laughs> gen ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. Cool. Yeah, I like all the GBA ones and like all the Game Boy ones and quite a few of the DS type ones and everything like that. So for the most part, they're in my collection. It's just they were sort of there as placeholders. I think now I might actually hit them up a bit. So. Oh, awesome. That's cool. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, P1, how about you? Did you play this back in the day? No, Pokemon's for kids. So, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I remember you watching the anime and me secretly enjoying it but having to outwardly pretend it was stupid. Um, <laughs> what was up with Brock? Oh, he's walking around like this. Yeah, that was Just, How could he ever see where he was going? Um <laughs> No, I didn't. I uh, didn't play it then. Uh, my first ever Pokemon game was actually uh, Alpha Sapphire. Um, I played it on the deployment, and uh, I just realized that I did a, a facial expression that nobody listening to this show could see. Okay. <laughs> they know um, what you mean. He's one of the gym leaders. It's all right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, oh, Alpha Sapphire was my first, and I think that's supposed to be like a, an update of Sapphire, which is an update of blue right is that how it works yeah was it like yep. fire red ruby blue and then fire ruby? yeah okay so i guess technically i played this fire game red. actually i don't know <laughs> and then there's leaf green as well yeah right. yeah update. um yeah i don't know anyway uh <laughs> that was my first one and so i uh, i went with blue on this one uh, i played it on the 3ds uh i got it on the eShop when they came available and uh, I mean, the anime was cool when I was a kid. <laughs> I didn't. It didn't grab me. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. What did you think of Sapphire good. when you played that? That was indeed. That was okay. Um, yeah. My, so my issue fun. with Sapphire. Sapphire looks great. Plays great. Functions are fun. But it's got like what are they at? Like uh, seven hundred eighty thousand Pokemon now. So 70. I didn't know any. Like one of them is just an arm with a uh, an orange. Like <laughs> they really lost what? the creativity. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I didn't know any of them so I was like they're like pick your starter and they list these three things and it's like oh man you're asking me to pick three things that I I have no idea what these are Um, (laughs) and then you couldn't catch any of the any of the original ones till later on I found uh, or any of the cool ones anyway I mean you get weedles everywhere but fuck weedle Um, (laughs) (laughs) so uh, yeah I don't know I I thought it was okay but I didn't know any of the Pokemon so I was like I have no attachment to that I'm not really enjoying it so then I thought Okay, we'll go back. We'll play red, blue, yellow. So 151, I know those from watching the show with you, um, and I'll enjoy it more. And I did not, because it's uh, very repetitive. Oh, we'll get into that. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, so first time. Right on. Oh, okay, well, so Layla is the pro on the show, uh, which is funny, because <laughs> Curtis got her to play games, or tried to get her to play games to get her into it, and now she's the pro. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but um, I do. I do enjoy playing Pokemon. There's something about it that I find at the end of a night you can really just switch off with playing Pokemon. And uh, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's a my good kind point. of. That's my kind of read. You know, bef- instead of reading before bed, I play Pokemon. No, that's a good way to unwind for sure. I yeah. Think. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, well, with that said, I guess we'll get into the story. 
right. and that covers the story. <laughs> <laughs> all right so the story yeah i mean it's it's kind of like a your typical young boy goes out on an adventure to become yeah, in, in this case he's not saving anything the point of the game isn't to save the world it isn't to rescue anybody it's just to beat other people who are training pokemon and become the best one <clears throat> excuse me um and that is the tale you play as but when like I mean, nobody says that the story is you wake up in your bed and your mother's like go see your uncle whatever whatever you know you go look for, you go walk over you find this professor and he's like here's a pokedex and then uh, go out there and be somebody that's the end of the story there's no like, eight years old and yeah like nobody at no point does anybody say you should go challenge these guys you just do it ah uh, there yeah fair enough i wonder if there's something in the manual i mean maybe they just really expect you to watch the show I don't know, <laughs> but it does seem I, a little vague. I never watched the show, but they do. So I don't know what, what we're supposed to know. So I only literally know from playing the game. But right. there is the kind of sub storyline that comes in every now and again of Team Rocket and how they're, right. you know, being really mean to the Pokemon and not raising them properly and only using them for money. And that really you're you're rescuing everybody the 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 humans in the game as well who are living under this this tyranny of team rocket so i think that's a nice kind of subplot for us when we go around collecting pokemon <laughs> yeah that's a great point i didn't even think about that you're right cuz like at one point there's an entire city that's just like controlled by them mm. and you take them out but that's true team rocket bad guys one of them but it never quite gives me like a motivating factor for being nice to pokemon cuz there's this lack of storyline there yeah, also yeah. true. Also true. <laughs> in the show, they hammer that in really hard. It's like you got to be nice to your. Po Even at the end of this game, they're like, "Oh, you won because you know you love your Pokemon." And it's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, we share a bond." <laughs> but in the show, they really drill it in. Like people are like beating their Pokemon and forcing them to evolve and all this other stuff. <laughs> but yeah, you don't really get that that sense as much in the game, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely there. Um, so yeah, you're a young boy, you go out, there's eight gyms over the world, and you're essentially going to go and beat every gym leader um, to then fight the final four and become the best. There's 151 Pokemon. Your Professor Oak, is he your uncle? Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you said uncle. And I, yeah, I, I did. I think I instantly thought it was wrong. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Either way, he's the professor of this town, I guess. Um and Julian has confirmed he is not your uncle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Julian. Lab corrections. Um, so, yeah, you go see Professor Oak. He's like, here's your first Pokemon. Um, you're 10 now, so you can go out in the world. Here you go. Um, and here's a Pokedex. I want you to do, do some research for me while you're out there. I'd like to have information on every Pokemon in the world. And that's sort of what sets you off. You then go town to town. You catch monsters as you go along. And uh, you battle people. Uh, there are very few characters. I guess you could talk about your rival. And uh, also, you get to name your character and your rival. Um, what did you guys name your people? P1, what did you name your character and your rival? So I named my character Sean, and I named my rival. The way I look, the way I look at it, a rival isn't, isn't your enemy. It's somebody <laughs> who pushes you to be better. It's somebody who you compete against who helps you to be the best you that you can be someone that really drives you. So I did that. I named mine after someone that does that. Uh, and I named him Mark. Oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> now the rival in the game is kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> 
she kind of says things like smell you later and you know you suck you got to get better and all this type of thing even though you beat him every time but he's still like oh you're not that good yet and then he takes off <laughs> like all right um but yeah uh i was it's funny because i was going to name it p1 but then i remembered back in the day this guy's kind of a dick but uh so i just left it as gary which is the guy <laughs> which is like julian uh, which is the guy on um I forget what <laughs> which is the uh, rival from the show um but how about you canadian retro what did you name your guys uh he's blue oh, blue one red? De default options was, uh to choose i think it was yeah. remember or, back yeah or red so. yeah depending on yeah i just kept it that way because i was playing red so i figured i would keep it straight in my head because i'm yep. playing the game pretty late at night for the most part yeah so uh you know i don't want it to be too confusing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is definitely a way to keep it straight. No doubt about it. <laughs> right on. Uh, Layla, how about you? What did you name your guys? Um, I actually, yeah, I always call myself just Layla, just because I like I like being me when I'm in the games. Um, yes. and this time I named him Leo. I think for some reason oh. I'm not sure, but um, the last <laughs> time I know Leo. Um, the last time I. I played one of these games and you had to you had to name it. I actually named it Blurtis because you know when you have a bad dream about right. your other half, you wake up in the morning and you go, Oh, Curtis, you were really mean to me in my dream. And then you kind of hold some of it there against them, even though it's not true. So right. what I do is I now call that other character, if they're ever in my dreams, Blurtis. I'm Blurt. like, Curtis, Blurtis was in my dream because it's like the bad version of him. And then, I'm, <laughs> and then I'm Blayla if I ever turn up and do anything bad. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. So Pauline has made me Blurtis. apologize for things that I've done in her dreams. <laughs> if you were like Blawn instead of Sean, then you could separate it. That is so smart. You should play that in Colleen's head so she'll yeah. know that now. That is genius. Oh my God. Um, doesn't sound quite as nasty as Leo, but... Uh... Yeah, I don't know. You know, I had a bit of problem, though, with... Um with the kind of naming and everything. And I couldn't find the, I couldn't work out. I don't know what was wrong with me. The delete button. So some oh. of my Pokemon got called some really strange things and like That's weird funny. symbols and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's probably why I hit L and went, oh no, it's for the other one, not me. And then I just went Leo. Leo. You know? <laughs> that is funny. Um, it's funny that uh, we're talking about naming things because in the game, you're also able to name your Pokemon. Um, yes. I guess we can talk about that now, too, because it doesn't really matter. I only named three in the game. When I started the game out, I was very ambitious. I was like, I'm going to name all 151 after Cartridge Club members. I ended up naming three, and that was it. <laughs> Actually, my Charmander was named after Julian, who's here listening now. Uh, my Pid Pid Pidgey at the time was, was Musty, because I knew the last form was uh, Pidget, and he had this like really epic hair, and he was right sexy looking like Musty. So I was like, okay, we'll go with that. And then I had my Geo dude, which is like the muscly rock guy, and I named him Joe. And that was my three guys that I named after the Cartridge Club members. And uh, but that that was me. That was the only ones I named. Did anybody else name their their? Oh, sorry. Before I get into that, Diego, what did you name your character, your rival, and your Pokemon? Um, my character, I named him the Dude. Oh, I, that's right. I seen that the Dude. And uh, I'm. Struggling to remember the rival. I might have just gone with something generic like Ash. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. But I, at some point, I did start coming up with silly names for my Pokemon because I needed to keep myself entertained. Um, 
I, I hit a stretch where the game was intensely boring, and then I get to Lavender Town, and it really became enjoyable again. So I, I had to do something. Say, and then you get to Pallet Town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but I, I named some Pokemon like Yo Mama and uh, just just funny things that, so that when you know, you'd win the battle or like you pick up something, it would yeah. say a funny uh, <laughs> phrase. Yeah. Yo mama's going to evolve. It's like, right. Uh, <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, did anybody else do anything like that? Canadian retro. Uh, I pretty much kept them just like their stock names. I know it's kind of plain and boring, but uh, I kept them their stock names. Cause like I said, I didn't know anything about Pokemon. So I didn't want to like give it like some fancy name and then be like, I don't even know what kind this is. <laughs> so I kind of like, so yeah, then if fair. I got a double, like where I was getting a different kind or whatever, I'd just give it like a little symbol on the end or something like that to, okay. to delineate which one was which. Um, that makes sense. But honestly, I haven't really caught like that many doubles. If I have one, I usually don't go after another one. So same here, same here. How That's actually up? quite clever because when I first started, I was naming them all kinds of things. I think I had Stephen was one of them and Bert <laughs> and stuff like that. And I just, I literally was thinking, I don't even know what these Pokemon are. So I was just saying fire one that's got a big beak and, you right. know, but to me, he's Stephen. So like, <laughs> so then when I continued with the series, I decided not to name any of them just so I could kind of, you know, converse with people and not sound like a weirdo. But um, <laughs> this time around, I did, I did decide to name my, um charmander i named him uh lucky like a luck dragon um nice. and then um i just had what was it a gloom called uh, i just called it sally flow for some reason i don't know why i just felt like that was its name <laughs> <Appropriate>. yeah. <laughs> and uh and then when i caught the um arcuno i named her well i know it, it doesn't really have a sex does it it doesn't say whether it's male or female but i called her guinevere because i thought she seemed like royal Nice. I'm jealous that you got Articuno. I, I couldn't find Articuno. Well, <laughs> we'll get you. into that in a bit. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, Sean, how about you? Did you name any of your guys? Now, the other one I named was Machop. Machop? Machop? Machop. Because he, I know that he gets big and muscly. And I named him Joe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't name the others for the same reason that Layla didn't. Because I wouldn't know just by looking at it what it is. So I needed the name so that I, when people, you know, would say things like, did you get a Growlithe? And I could be like, uh, Tiger Dog? Yeah, I got yeah. this. <laughs> Tiger Dog, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh right on, right on. Um, yeah, I mean, we could talk about any of the other characters. I guess there's Professor Oak. Is there anything to say about him? It's just kind of all-knowing. Uh, Giovanni, he's the head of Team Rocket. He also ends up becoming a gym leader later on, the last gym leader. I think that's like the only real uh, storyline. Like Layla was saying, the Team Rocket storyline is only is the only real good subplot. Um, and he ends up becoming a gym leader at the end, which is pretty cool, I thought anyway. But uh, that's as deep as the game gets. <laughs> but that captain of the ship, you know, seasick. I wonder if he's, uh, you know, putting back a couple uh Couple of briskies on the job. Yeah, yeah. I think you got him pegged. Yeah, you know, get that boat. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Not that many unique characters. Any? Does anybody else stand out to you guys? There was a creepy character 
um, yes. that is at the door of, oh, I forget which gym it is now, but the gym where there's all the ladies in it. And he's like, oh, it's nice oh, in there. There's all ladies. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, what's that about? <laughs> yeah, and the graphic is like, it's like an old man pixel. It's like, you know he's an old creepy guy. <laughs> Why right. is that man just standing outside? Like, that's so strange. <laughs> like, he's the security yeah. guard, but not really. I don't no. know. I didn't realize that was creepy. I got to stop doing that in public. Right? <laughs> the Canadian retro actually stood and stood next to the guy and walked into, just stood there for a couple hours. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I forgot about that guy. That guy was creepy. Um, even I guess some of the, uh, like the, tr the trainers that you find along the way, like the Pokemaniac is kind of a strange guy and, uh, man, things like that. Actually, I think, P1 mentioned something about that guy. He said he looked like Kyle from... Uh, uh, Super Nerd. Kyle. Super Nerd looked like uh, Super Nerd Kyle. Kyle. I did yeah. like... I liked how the, the ones you would come across in the, you know, out in the wild, the hitchhiker, the... Is it yeah. hitchhiker? Or the hiker? Maybe just hiker. hiker. Um, and the Super the Nerd. Like, they all had really cool... They looked great. Um, yeah. Very detailed. And I remember the Pokemon looking the way I think they do now. Because the way they look in the game is not... They look... Not not good, and that bothered me because I was like, when I think of Pikachu, I think of modern Pikachu. You know what I mean? And original Pikachu is kind of frumpy. Yeah, he's a little ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, I like the ball one more. I think he is. Cool. But I know what you're saying. Yeah, some of them didn't. I'm match concerned up with he's going to have a heart attack. I want my slim down <laughs> fit Pikachu. <laughs> oh my. Um. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think that's it. I think we pretty much covered. The story and the characters of, of Pokemon. There's the Elite Four at the very end of the game. I guess we could talk about them. They don't really have a character. You only see them for one second and then they're gone. The Pokemon um, themselves so are characters, though. Yeah, yeah. So do you want to talk about the Pokemon now? I was going to save it for gameplay, but we can talk about them now. And, mm -hmm. and what teams you built. I I'll leave it up to you. you you're in we'll charge. do gameplay. I think that's it for story. We'll get into the gameplay now. Because the biggest part of the gameplay is catching and leveling up Pokemon. So let's talk about them. <laughs> as you go throughout the game you uh the whole point you you yourself can't do anything you can't fight you can't cut down bushes you can't walk around bushes you can't swim <laughs> you can't do anything for the most part um god forbid you get a flashlight no your pokemon have to do everything for you um so it's very important that you catch them and that's the whole purpose of the game um to do this there are certain pokemon that are stronger against other pokemon um, and finding out kind of like a rock, paper, scissors kind of mechanic, but a little more in depth. Um, so it's important to build a strong team. So let's talk about the Pokemon we caught and the ones we liked and what we used in our team. We'll start. P1, why don't you start it off? What did you use in your team? Uh, Blastoise. Yeah. yeah. You had a Blastoise? Yeah. Well, I had uh, Squirtle. Squirtle. And then I had Wartortle. And then I had cool. Blastoise. Oh, right on. Uh, I used I him you... and Pidgeot. Oh, good choice. I didn't need um, anybody else. Um, because I only used my Squirtle and then my Wartortle mm -hmm. and then my Blastoise for every fight. Uh, yeah. By the time I got to any of the gyms, he was like 10 levels above what he had to be. Right. Um, um, I have Yeah, I have three badges and or four badges. I can't remember now. But he was a Blastoise by the second badge. Okay. Right on. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> um, I just I and that what level you would be at the end of the game if you just used one Pokemon. I think ninety nine is the cap, isn't it? I, I don't think you would be ninety nine though. But I'm. Mm -hmm. You might. You might be. I, I don't know. I'd be curious to know though. 
Um, and I, I, I feel like I probably ruined the game for myself by doing that. Because I think part of the fun is... It'll, it'll catch up to you. Yeah, it's figuring out the, the rock, paper, scissors, right? The uh, the right. mechanic of it. Fire beats, whatever it beats. Grass and water beats fire. And right. wind beats nothing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I mean, I had a, a, a chop and I had a geodude in my team and a bellsprout. And those were the, I just dumped like the, the HMs on them. Yeah. Uh, the cut and the dig and stuff. Yeah. Oh, but uh, you know yeah. what? Did, did you, where did you get dig? I didn't even have dig. Oh, you didn't? We're, no. Uh, we're we're yeah. going to talk about HMs later. I think but, you find uh, it in the town where they have the SS, whatever the, the, name of the ship was, SS yeah. generic ship. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the man who's talking about diglet. And then you go through the back of the house, but he gives yeah. you the the dig beforehand. It's a, it's a great, really really great uh, move, dig. Yeah, because gotcha. when you I go, the like team rocket came in and they broke into his house or something. Right. Yeah. And they, they had blown a hole through the back of the house. So you talk to him, and he's like, "They stole all my stuff, but I still have this. You can have it." Then you go yeah. at the back door, and there's a team rocket person there. You fight them. It's all coming back to me. I just didn't use it. That's right. Um, it's it is an HM though, right? It's not a TM, or is it a difference? An it's HM, one that you can you, use. Uh, you can use lot. it in battle, but you can also use it like when you're walking around in surface world kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. And I think I think what it does, and I've only used it a couple of times in the surface world. I love using it in battle, um, because it's just like the guy misses you, and then you like totally smoke him. Mm-hmm. So it's really great. Um, but. When you're walking on the surface world, I'm pretty sure it just takes you back to like the nearest Polka Center or whatever they're called. It um, does. Are you I sure? think That's so. amazing. I've That's never used it like that. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh my oh, gosh, wow. I didn't know that. Well, I'd I actually mean, I accidentally did it because I was like, "Oh, cool, it's in my list." Like when I was walking around, so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna click it," and then it took me back. <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay, I got to walk there again. <laughs> well, that's like the, that's the perfect tool for grinding, though. Go out and yeah, grind your Pokemon cool. into dust and then keep one back Work for back. dig. I mean, grind them and love them. Um, <laughs> support them. And then dig back to the Poke Center and rejuvenate them. That's awesome. Te- teleport also works like that. It teleports you back to the Poke Center you were just at. Okay. Oh. Um, okay, Layla, how about you? What uh, what Pokemon did you have in your team? What were your favorites? Um, I started with um, Charmander, and just because I, on on a lot of the others, I found that you you meet a lot of water Pokemon along the way, and it's really hard to get a good um, fire Pokemon. However, in this game, you didn't. And, <laughs> yeah, and I, I and it the first gym is so difficult if you don't have a water or a grass Pokemon, which I don't think I did. Um, so it was it was really really difficult. But I loved um, I loved him as well. He had a whole bunch of great moves. Um, and then I got a Clefairy that I evolved into a Clefable, um, a Graveler, which now is my favorite. Absolutely. Yeah, they just, they don't, I don't think they hold up so well in the later generations of games, but they're so strong in this one that I I leveled them up really, really quickly. Um, and then I got a uh, Magikarp that I evolved into a Gyarados. And, oh, nice. That's tough. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I find the trick for that, and I don't know if other people do it as well, is to catch the Gyarados uh, sorry, to catch the Magikarp and then take it to the daycare center 
and wow. leave it there while you're going around and doing other stuff. And then you go pick it up. And if you uh, evolve it, I think one one level maybe only, but it could be two, then it becomes, it evolves itself. So you can have a magic up that's like level 30 and then you put it up one and then it becomes the, um, the gotcha. year. Of so that's yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I had that and uh, Pikachu, caught Pikachu really early. And I had a, uh, P, a Pidgey um, that then I replaced with the Arcuno. Oh, right on. That's a pretty solid team. Holy cow. Uh, where did you get that Articuno? Where Where is it in the game? I, I couldn't find it. I was looking all over. It's I found the... Moltres, but not. Yeah, I didn't have the Master Ball at that point and just got annoyed. Like, uh... <laughs> 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 yeah, like, um... Oh, no, not Voltres. The other one. Um, Molten. Oh, what was the name? Mol... Mol... Moles? Molten? You know, the, the Firebird? I found that one, but I didn't have the... That's Moltres. Yeah, that's Moltres. Yeah. Um, Underneath in the was it the Cine, the Sea Foam Islands I think it is the Cinnabar oh, Islands. Oh, in those think. caves. Oh, in those horrible, horrible caves. I hate yeah. those caves. Yeah. Dreadful. <laughs> Dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I couldn't find it. I'm oh, I'm so jealous. I found the other one too. Uh, Zapdos. I found Zapdos. Could not find Articuno. And Articuno is probably my favorite Pokemon. I could not find it. Or Growlithe. I, I go back. But anyway, um, cool team. Right on. Um, Diego, how about you? I also started with uh, Charmander. Um, I, I kind of stuck with him as like my main uh, go-to guy in pretty much every battle. Uh, found a Pikachu also pretty early, and he was kind of my, my number two guy for a really long time. And um, I don't know, it was kind of just the way that I preferred to play the game was I, I had like three uh pokemon that i just i leveled up tremendously um it's like anti-spirit of the thing but like i didn't want to have to always switch to to find the right counterbalance i would just rather um grind forever and then be able to do like one hit i practically annihilated an enemy um and so i stuck with charmander i had pikachu uh and eevee also uh, and then, you know, I, I would like just for fun, um, and to have things to rotate and maybe see different moves, uh, the, the dig move on the, whatever character th- that was that does that. Uh, I love that move just because like you're under the ground. And so I liked seeing another, uh, Pokemon waste his attack, <laughs> <laughs> especially yeah. since like every once in a while you try an attack and it'd be like ineffective or, you know, nothing happened. I'd be like, what? The? Yeah, it was nice to be able around, to yeah. make that happen to somebody else. Like, ha, I did yeah. dig and you're going to waste an attack on air. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I do like that. I, I think fly was very, I use fly too. Same thing. Except instead of going down on the ground, you go up in the air. Same thing that they miss. Uh, great move. It works like Jump does in, in Final Fantasy, actually. Um, but yeah, I love those moves. Um, yeah, was there anything else? Anything else that stood out to you? Any other Pokemon that you liked? Um, I I hated, uh, if I may say so, um, I really hated all the ones that could do the move of rap. 
because oh, yeah. you know, We're fine, yeah. oh, when they do that to you, you go, oh, okay, I'll do a move now, and then they go, excuse me, I'm still going, and you're like, really, really, I think it's my turn, yeah. I think it is, and then they go, oh, but still, and you're like, no, 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 stop yeah. it. It's really. Can you tell it frustrated me? Um, yeah, understandable. <laughs> understandable. I think we're all in that same boat. There's a move that uh, when when Charmander evolves to Charizard, there's a fire move that he learns eventually that does the same thing to them, and it's great. It's like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah, I think it's fire spin or something like that. I know the one you mean. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, all right, cool. A Canadian Retro. What was your yeah. team? What was your choice? Um, it's still my team because I haven't really finished the game yet. Uh, just because I'm a noob play, so I don't really. I want. I, I swear, I like took like a a whole session where I'm like playing for like an hour and a half, and I basically wandered around trying to figure out where to go. So uh, <laughs> yeah, with that yeah, kind yeah. of progress, it's taken me quite some time. But where I'm at right now, um, probably. I mean, I've I've stuck with um, you know, the Charmander kind of character or whatever, um, since the start. So he's always been in my team. And I sort of swap them out here depending on what I was finding useful. But I do like the uh, the gravel. Was this Graveler? Mm-hmm. Trying to keep the names all straight. Graveler, I like that. And again, it's the dig move. But he's like pretty much solid as a rock right now. Things that I'm fighting, um, they try to punch him. And it's like one damage. Or no, wow. like that was super effective. And it's like one damage. So, <laughs> like yeah, that was super super effective against him. And then um, the other one that I'm really enjoying right now is Doug Trio because it does have that dig move. But just that deals out massive amount of damage, and when I caught it, it was like ten levels above where I was at. So it's like pretty much just wipes out everything. That's awesome, and yeah, uh, it's, that's it's, where I'm pretty much at with it. All right, that's a good way to do it. It's amazing how because I think like like what P1 was mentioning earlier, you probably could go through the game just leveling up one Pokemon. I wonder if anybody's ever done it um, because once something gets as tough as that, yeah, exactly. If somebody if something gets as tough as that, what's going to stop them? You know. Uh, even I know the elite four, they have like uh, all of the like the starter Pokemon. They have the last version of that one guy. I think has all three of them. I can't remember right now, but um, so that could be pretty tough. But uh, other than that, what's gonna st- what's gonna stop you? You're just cruising. Um, but yeah, I think you probably could just have a Charmander, and you could probably have a Charmander and not even evolve it and get through to the end of the game without having any problems but i'm not sure on that so i know uh, they fixed that later on in the series but i have questions so you, you beat a gym leader you get the badge does that badge say you're the gym leader now or it just says hey you beat this gym leader i think you just get the badge yeah yeah so that that person keep you beat them but they keep their job right mm-hmm. the only okay. person you replace is like the master or whatever the last um okay. pokemon master so your rival is going along He's collecting all the same badges. Yeah. At the end of the game, you both have eight badges. And he actually beats the final four first. And then you beat the final four, and you're like, oh, I've won. But no, your rival has already done it. Now you have to go beat him. Because <laughs> he is currently holding the title of master. Okay. Yeah. And then he gets real pissed because he only gets to have it for like a minute. <laughs> if you beat him. Um, yeah, what was I going to say? So those badges that you just mentioned, they do give you... Uh, special abilities along the way as well one of them makes your guys faster one of them makes them hit harder or take less damage um and there's other ones that allow you to control pokemon up to a certain level so if you overgrind, apparently your pokemon beca- can become unruly and do whatever they want i've never had yeah. that happen has that happened to you I, Le- layla 
It's happened to me not in this game, but um, it has happened to me where you say, oh, you know, do you dig? And they're like, no, no. <laughs> You know, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna step out and not do this this week. But yeah, <laughs> so so it's very very frustrating because you have this really strong Pokemon that you cannot rely on. So you yes. you think, oh, I can't use that one until you get the gym badges. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Can you rush Did that happen to you? Yeah, that that's that's exactly what happened to me. I had one that I had gotten, and I think it, it must have loved, like it was fine. It was listening to me, and then it must have leveled up or something, and it was no longer listening to me. And I was like, fine, I'm gonna bench it. So I basically just say, I'm like, I, I own this. I am the, I am the master of this. <laughs> you don't tell ball. me what to do. I tell you what to do. So I took that Pokemon. I banked it. I can't remember which one it was, but I'm like, you're sitting on the bench. You're done. Your career's over. That's funny. Um, I'll bring out someone who's going to listen, you know? Yep. That's good so. stuff. <laughs> okay. All right. So in the game, there are TMs and HMs. This is how you teach moves to your uh, Pokemon, um, as well as they learn moves on their own as they level up. Did anybody use – actually, did you even use TMs at all? Did you teach your Pokemon any of the item moves or did you just let them keep the ones that they evolved with? And also, what did you think of the HM system, which was sort of – it um, forced you to get an HM before you could move on. And some of those HMs were actually kind of hard to find. Um, and did you have any trouble getting those as well? Uh, how about you, Layla? Did you teach your guys anything? And what did you think of the HMs? Um, I loved Earthquake. I thought it was a, a fantastic move that you got, I think, about halfway through the game. Um, Dig, again, marvellous. Swift was a surprising one. I really oh. liked Swift. What does Swift do? I didn't use that. Swift, it, it, I think it's like three little star things that you have, and it and it just it just shoots those really fast. And I think it's one of those that um, it always lands. Oh. So when you're in one of those situations where you've had loads of sand thrown at you and your accuracy yes. is on the floor, um, I because I had a Pikachu use that. So when he wasn't being able to land any of his attacks, I just put in Swift quickly because I'm like, I know that'll get in. So it always seemed to work for me. Uh, okay. Yeah, I loved Swift. Um, Sing, I think, is very good, um, except it's not reliable, hmm. which is which was very frustrating at times. You're like, yeah. I can send it to sleep. No, it's going to make me faint. <laughs> yeah, so um, some oh, of those cool. I taught, and I thought they were very useful. That's so cool. It's, it's fascinating because if you ask 100 different people, they're all going to give you 100 different answers about what they like to use, and it's, it's neat hearing things like that. How about, uh, how about you, Diego? Uh, I did teach some of them. Um, like for example, Mega Punch was one of the first ones you you get. Uh, I taught that, uh, and then uh, one there were a couple I found that uh, didn't actually inflict damage, but it was more of like the increase your accuracy. Oh yeah, I hate those moves. I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> I hate wasting a turn on something that doesn't take away somebody else's like health. Yeah. And so after that, I really was like screw this you know tm it's like it became this bane of my existence because uh i don't know if it's tms or hms but like you try and delete it and it's like no that's too important you can't right, throw that's it the away. HMs. yeah um, <laughs> so uh i just started ignoring most of them to be honest with you <laughs> fair enough fair enough um how about you canadian retro what did you do uh for what sorry again 
what moves did you like to did you teach any tms to your Pokemon? Oh, and, yeah and also um, what did you think of the hm system because that's where like finding surf that's what it was tough for me i don't know where you got stuck but was there anything that involved the hms i don't think i've gotten to surf yet but um i just got i think flash like that's how far i am i'm pretty i think that's pretty early in the game but uh yeah, yeah that, that was to get into that dungeon or whatever where there's no lights on kind of thing um right. i taught i've taught like different ones i like obviously i taught dig i think i taught dig to one of them i can't remember i'm totally confused about it there's so many of them and they're not and they, <laughs> there is and they're not even labeled that's kind of the bummer oh, of it. yeah, it's like it's like tmo3 i'm like so what right. is that exactly and then i have to click <laughs> on it find out what it is and that and like and then i'm looking through my pokemon going do i want to chuck this on so it kind of became it's kind of become a little bit hectic like to try to figure it all out and i'm like if i do this am i getting rid of something important that i need like so i found that that system's a little bit hard to manage um without like i mean i'm sure i could go online i could look something up but i'm trying to play it sort of like word of mouth only uh, from other people like or if mm -hmm. when i'm doing live stream if somebody says oh like that's a good one like throw that onto a pokemon it's sort of like being in the schoolyard kind of thing that's cool um getting advice but I'm, i don't go i haven't looked up any playthroughs or any strat guides or anything to I which ones to use so i'm like really experimenting with them but i like dump them onto pokemon because my packets will so yeah same here yeah. I, I don't know how many i toss just because i needed a broom <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah uh p1 how about you did you teach any uh, to your guys no fuck that um <laughs> <laughs> i i didn't i and it's it's a combination of the reason that uh, canadian retro was just saying like i don't know what tm 73 is and yeah. i don't want to give it to my guy because it's the same reason i don't like job systems in games these pokemon are going to evolve and they're going to get their own abilities that they're going to be the best at like mm -hmm. my squirtle's going to get water gun and then he's going to get bubble and you know i shouldn't have to teach him something if he's going to learn it already and i don't want to teach him something that then later on he's a you know i teach him bubble beam and then all of a sudden he gets you know water cannon and now i don't have space for water cannon so i gotta pick something to remove and it's like well what do i get rid of do i get rid of tackle then what if i have to fight something that's immune to water like yeah uh, so it's it really stressed me out so uh, <laughs> i uh, i just put them in the the poke bank there at uh, someone's pc um i guess that's my pc was the where i stored right. those the item. um and uh well, wait a second PC. you can do that yeah you can store <laughs> yeah. them in there oh no what a sin um and the hms oh. the only one i think i taught was cut uh i went into that that cave that there was no lights and you can get through it it's just it takes a long time mm -hmm. <laughs> you went that. through in the dark yeah i didn't know that there was uh an hm that taught light so i went in and i was like all right let's see if i can map this out and i just Walked around in the dark for, I think I, I started at work one day and it was like the full four hour shift or five hour shift of me walking Good around in the God. dark. Um, wow, what a rough life, man. That is tough. It was a hard, hard day at work. Yeah, keeping the country safe. Yeah, I thought lawyers had it easy. Holy jeez. Uh, yeah, so no, I didn't use them. And I, I just feel like the Pokemon, if you're going to use them, then maybe there should be, no, I didn't use them. They should learn what they're going to learn, and that's it. You know what I mean? You shouldn't try and teach a duck how to dig. And then you can't. Some of them you can't. They're like, because I got cut. And I was like, oh, I'll just give that to my Pidgeotto. Because um, that's what he was at the time. And I was like, uh, it was like, you cannot learn this. I'm like, 
now I gotta carry an extra fucking Pokemon with me just so I can cut down these trees. And that's when yeah, I pick up Bellsprout. That's the thing that comes up. Because I People in my head I was like, I'm gonna get a Bellsprout because she is a plant, and it'll be almost like she's gone crazy and she's cutting down these other plants. <laughs> that was my side oh. story. That was, I, I felt one of the really uh, one of the more clumsy parts of this earlier generation of Pokemon. Because in the later games, you can you kind of preview what the move what the move is, hmm. so you can see how strong it is, how accurate it is, and oh, you can cool. make a decision whether you actually want to put that in, you know, your four moves or just chuck it out. And this, um, where you couldn't see what it was called and you couldn't see what it did or if it was actually better or not, or if it was one of those moves where it's like, oh, my speed has gone up, rather right. than you know a big big punch to the head you know then, yeah. then you're like you know you you could end up deleting these phenomenal moves and I, that is something that i'm really glad in later games they actually fixed yeah it's well it's the yeah. it's the let's make a deal you know you just won this car or you can have what's in this box yeah. you know and what's in that box <laughs> is never better <laughs> it's a box that's a fucking car <laughs> that's a good point and and i guess sun and moon is the first one i think that you don't have to like the HMs. You don't have to teach to a Pokemon in that one. Um, oh. Once you, yeah, once you have the move, you just call a Pokemon. It comes and does the thing for you and leaves right away or something like that. So you don't have to worry about giving up a move slot anymore. So something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the other thing is these HMs that you get, which bar you from moving on. You have to teach that to a Pokemon and keep it in your party. My boy Julian had cut the whole time, which was actually not a bad move. Um, I used it a lot to finish off some enemies. Um, but it sucks that you have to give up a slot to have fly or, or cut or, or anything like that or surf. Um, you have to give up a spot. But that's just the way it was, sadly. Oh, by the way, um, TM stands for technical machine. HM stands for hidden? Hidden, yeah. Is hidden. hidden? Thanks. Um, so it's a machine that you use to teach your Pokemon a move. So I don't know how it works. I don't know if it's like the Matrix, like where they, you plug it into their head and it's like, oh, you know. Your, I know. Charmander wakes up. I know kung fu. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I don't know how it works, but anyway, that's. I that's just thought it was labeled like that because it was like they didn't have enough characters, um, space like for the names of things yeah. on those old carts, so you they just what? called them that. That's probably exactly kind of why it, they did it. <laughs> that's a great point. It just ended up this is what they ended up going with. That's exactly probably what it was. Um, so yeah, in case you're wondering what TM and HM and now you know. Uh, but yeah, that's that system. We can talk about the item in Pokemon storage because, um, yeah, it's in the game. It is you're limited to six Pokemon at a time, uh, and I don't like that you had to switch the box. I don't know if anybody filled up uh, the first box in the storage or not. But if you don't switch it to the next one, every Pokemon you try and catch, they're like, nope, you have to go to the computer and hit select next box. Yeah, why like, do that? Why make uh, it even harder? Like, why? I don't know. Life I don't is know. hard enough. It's so true. <laughs> And when this happened to me, I was down in those caves that I did not want to go back to, the ones oh, on the island. Yeah. And I was like, I do not want to come back here. So I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, yeah, so item and Pokemon storage system, a little clunky. Uh, did anybody have any really hard time with the item storage? I did. Yeah. I didn't know you could store anything. <laughs> <laughs> that would have made it so much harder. Well, it was I'm, hard I'm at a point where I'm like full up. I'm like, what do I do? Start chucking potions out? Or like, what do I do here? Because I'm full of <laughs> Those things that I don't want to chuck onto my Pokemon, the TMs right. and stuff. So I'm just yeah. like, oh man. So now that I know that, the next playthrough that'll be, uh, will oh. be the first thing I'm doing <laughs> is sorting my pack. There you go. Also, <laughs> when you're in your item list, if you hit select, 
you can move something up and down. So if you say you go to your bicycle, you can hit select and move it up to the top so you don't have to keep looking for it in your list. I didn't even so, know that. So yeah, hit select, move it up to the top, and then hit select again, and it'll be at the top from now on. I didn't find that out until later on, and boy, do I wish I had known. A guy does tell you later on, but you have to talk to like everybody to find it. Yeah. I think maybe I should just like listen to this podcast and then just play the game on <laughs> my app. Uh, okay. Man. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, a little clunky, but anyway. Um, the differences between the three, um, to encourage training, and I think probably to sell more copies, uh, Nintendo has always released multiple versions of each game. So like Red and Green was the original, um, and then we got Red and Blue. So you can only get, there are a couple unique Pokemon that you get with each. So with Red, uh, I don't know what the, I know you get, you can only pick one starter first of all. So in order to get all three, you had to trade with other people. I don't know, does anybody happen to know the unique Pokemon to red and the unique Pokemon to blue. Doesn't it yeah, just change know. who you fight at the end? And one of them you fight, or sorry, the legendary that you get as your legendary. Um, isn't that how it works? It's like you get Helix for one, and you get, I'm not even sure if those names are right. You get, I don't know what that is. Because <laughs> in, in Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby, in Alpha Sapphire, <laughs> you get uh, Flying Whale. And in um, Omega Ruby, it's uh, Red Dragon, I think. I don't know what they're fucking called. <laughs> it's like a big flying whale. Um, but And then you fight against the other one. Because the Team Rocket, there's two fossils. And Team Rocket has one of them. And you have one of them. And in this, I know you had to pick a fossil. Yeah. Um, and then the other guy takes the other one and he fucks off with it. Um, and it's there you in, in Sapphire, Team Rocket is trying. Is it Team Rocket? It might even be Rocket. It might be some other team. It is some other team. Anyway, they're trying to use that Pokemon to bring back uh, a time on the Poke World, uh, like prehistoric Dude, this times. Is, this is crazy, team. This, this is, is not the first game <laughs> to not have this. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get those two fossils, right? So it's the same things. Because Team Rocket's digging for fossils, so they take the other fossil. And they're trying. They're trying to bring about like the destruction of the world and go back to a time when all Pokemon are de-evolved. And like get like prehistoric Pokemon. I sw- I'm looking it up. This is a fan fiction. Did you write this? Did you write this story? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the difference. I think okay, that is a story. That is pretty that is much a story. story. It is a good story. <laughs> it is. I'm um, looking it up, you bastard. Okay, so I will tell you now. In Pokemon Red, you can catch Ekans, Arbuck, Oddish, Gloom, Vileplume, Mankey, Primeape, Growlithe, which I didn't know, Arcanine, Scyther, and Electabuzz. Those are what you can get in red that you can't get in blue. Now, in blue, you can get uh, Sandshrew, Sandslash, Vulpix, Ninetales, Meowth, Persian, Bellsprout, Weeping Bell, Victory Bell, Magmar, and Pinsir. So, in case you were wondering, that's the difference between red and blue. And then, to encourage training, they released this cable, so people who own red can trade those ones to people. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway. Do you still encounter the non-exclusive Pokemon to battle during the yeah. game, though? Yeah. yeah, you can still, the trainers and stuff will still have them, yeah. You just can't catch them, sadly. And yeah, and that, they did that so that people would buy one, your friend would buy red, your buddy would play blue, then you could trade each other and they could sell link cables and stuff like that. So, yeah, pretty smart idea, really. Because um, I was not about to be social and make friends. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, did anybody trade at all? But trading on this generation is kind of tough. <laughs> Nobody has that cable anymore. And yeah, you have to find two people close by. But 
I don't know. I don't know if you can hook up two Retron fives to uh, trade with. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the way I played it. So that's awesome. That would be amazing. That's the next. That's Retro Retron six. I think we'll have that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the the eShop version of the games allows for like a, a kind of um, online connected trading, like oh. friend code thing. That's that's how I played on, on my 3ds. I bought Pokemon Blue, and when you go into um, uh, you know, the Pokemart or wherever it is that you heal up your Pokemon, and there's a counter, and it's like, would you like to connect? But you have to know your friend's uh, 3DS, you know, friend code, and if you're on at the same time, uh, you know, you can uh, do uh, uh, online trading that way without needing a cord. That's pretty oh, so cool. You still need to have friends then. You still have friends. That's you and P one. Sean P one had the same thing. You guys could have traded though. I mean, I think you both had blue though. Did you have blue P one? I can't remember. Yeah, don't talk to me. I'm busy. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you looking up it's that Team Magma and Team Aqua and Alpha Ruby and Omega Sapphire. I'm looking to see if, if Red Blue has the same thing. Oh, okay, <laughs> you let me know what you find there, bud. Well, <laughs> in the fan fiction forums. That's all right. You let me know what you're driving over to your host. I'm gonna punch you in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Mew and Mewtwo. Uh, these are like the legendary Pokemon that are really hard to find. Um, Mewtwo. After you beat the game, you have to go and you have to beat the Leaf Four and you have to beat your rival. Then there's this cave that unlocks and you can go and you can catch Mewtwo. Uh, Mew, on the other hand, you can never catch in the game which I, I just looked this up before. I didn't know. <laughs> um, you can't catch them. You can only get them from a Nintendo employee during certain events, or you can glitch the game and sort of cheat and get it, uh, which is kind of sad. I don't know why that happened. They, I mean, whatever. Uh, did anybody get Mewtwo? First of all, who finished the game this month? Um, Layla, did you finish it? You know, I did not. I feel quite bad about that. Um, oh, don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got I got stuck in the last uh, cave just before on Victory Road. That last oh, yes. cave, it got me. And uh, I I usually like to play all my Pokemon games. Um, you know, just just very old school, not looking anything up. Um, I feel like they were meant to be played like that. And every now and again. I've got stuck because I, if I'd have just gone a few more steps in one direction, I would have seen the other cave entrance or whatever it is I'm supposed to do. But instead, I just double backed and went through the whole game backwards and stuff. I've done that a few times, which is me too. Yeah, it's really crazy. But um, but yeah, I I didn't I didn't finish the game and I didn't find any of those those super amazing Pokemon. I even didn't even bother with the whole kind of going after the psychics. Because mm. I get, I get a little bit, I guess, insulted when they just keep running away, and I'm like, fine, yeah, <laughs> if you don't want to come with me, don't be part of my party. Uh, there's only <laughs> so long I can, only so much patience I have for, for really yeah. sitting there and throwing balls after balls after balls at them. That you know you've fought hard and earned your money, and <laughs> yeah, it's true. Actually, it's funny that you mentioned that because Abra was what I wanted. He was a psychic guy. I was going to name him P1, and I was mm. like, this is going to be my P1. I'm going to go get him, and it was. Being unable to catch Abra, it was so frustrating. That's when I decided I'm done and I'm not naming anything else. <laughs> that's when that's when the end of it. That is frustrating because they just run away. Um, yeah. Which You're almost at the end, though. I don't do a lot of running almost. anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, you're almost at the end. You're like 30 minutes away. You could totally finish it. Um, yeah. How about uh, you, Canadian Retro? How far did you say you got? 
Um, I am right now walking through the rock tunnel, I think it is. So I don't know. I don't know how far that is into the game because, like I said, I'm I'm playing it blind. Like I'm not looking up anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like my first playthrough. I'm playing it like I was a kid stuck in the middle of the country where I grew up and uh, no great. one to talk to about it. So I mean, if I finish it this month, I'll finish it this month. But I highly doubt that I'll even just because I'm stumbling around so much in it. Yeah. I doubt I'll I'll finish it this month. But I think I'll carry it over. Fair enough. Um, it can and, be and finish a little it. obtuse. There's no doubt. <laughs> yeah. And that tunnel is huge. That's that's a big tunnel. Uh, I remember going to that. Um, okay, how about Diego? How far did you make it? I've got uh, five of the eight badges. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Rock Tunnel, like, forever long. Uh, oh, <laughs> the The tower where the ghosts are, forever long. Oh, yeah. That one especially, too, is like, Oh, you want to try and get to this stair? No, you're gonna have to like battle fourteen thousand things first. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I actually did. The game really did grow on me, uh, mainly for something that we're about to talk about here soon. Um, so five out of the eight badges. I don't think I'm gonna be beating the game probably by the time that this podcast airs. Uh, my daughter's gonna be born, so. I may not play video games, you know, for like the next three years. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, man. Well, congratulations. Yes, congratulations. Um, okay, P1, are you uh, still looking something up there? or No, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> what did you find? Uh, I may have been incorrect about the, uh, the possible That's subplot fine. of the destruction of Kanto. <laughs> sounded really good. Um, how far did you make it? How many badges in were you? I think I got four. I got. I'm gonna say four. It might be three. Okay. I did. I did Brock. <laughs> I did the the host full of girls. Is that three? <laughs> did you beat Giovanni? No. You beat Misty. You beat Brock. Misty and Brock. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. Uh, Is that three? And then and you beat the house full of girls. That's three. Oh, isn't Misty the host full of girls? No, no. isn't Erica? Erica. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I might have three then. I don't have my three. Okay, fair enough. Either way. Very um, good. It's it's yeah. Uh, it I, I don't have the longer than I thought it would be. It wasn't for Dean. Dean did it in a day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is the game of the month, and then there was a Twitter post. Yeah. And he was done. <laughs> and he he did have a twenty four pack of batteries that he went through, but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it, yeah, the whole, he one day he didn't get 151 Pokemon. He got, but he beat the game in a, in a single day. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, that's Dean might be part that. machine, lawyer or something. He actually yeah. connected the. Yeah, he's, that's right. He's a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of time. <laughs> this guy's probably guilty anyway. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I, I, uh, I was worried. I didn't think I was gonna finish it. Uh, actually, it took a snowstorm, um, so I had to go to work, and I, I left early to get there so that I would crash. Um, but I got there with lots of time, so that's how I was able to finish the game. Otherwise, I forgot how long this game could be, and I didn't come close to 151. Um, I clocked in at around somewhere between 15 and 20 hours, um, just just to do the main just just to do the main story. I, like I, I think I had like 30 something Pokemon. I, I, there's a lot more I could have done, um, but yeah. It's a lot longer than I thought it was that I could remember. 
And then uh, last podcast, P1, I mentioned we're going to be recording on like the 12th, and I started panicking. (laughs) Luckily, that didn't happen. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that... uh, that's the gameplay. Was there anything else gameplay-wise that you guys wanted to mention before we get into the sound? Um, anything we didn't cover? I think we pretty much nailed it. Okay. Let's talk about the sound. Were there no, any hold on, that. Oh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, I was doing something else. I shouldn't be multitasking. Right. I should be focused on the, the job at hand. Um, right. I just, I think if you don't, I'll save it for my closing thoughts. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Julian, Julian, Mike, come off mute. Off mute. Someone in a train? Yeah. yeah. We just picked. We just started picking up like a lot of wind. Uh, which one's that? Mm-hmm. All right. I don't think it's on this end. Hit mute on Skype. Uh, Sean. Sean. Try you, try you first. Uh, I just muted my mic. Okay. Uh, Diego, you want to turn? Oh. Is it gone? Yeah, it's gone. I think it's Diego. Can you come back off mute? I think yeah. that might be my heating. Ah, that's ah. <laughs> Well, I think the solution here is to go put on a sweater. <laughs> no, it's okay. That's just uh, uh, when you talk... Uh, you'll overpower it. So if you could just stay muted when you're not actively talking, um, just until your furnace turns off. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and I'll save my issue for closing thoughts. Okay. So just edit all that out and we'll get into the sound for the game. Uh, a lot of um, rem- memorable, I guess we'll say tracks, uh, especially the opening track when you first turn the game on uh, still sticks with me. I, I remembered it from when i was a kid so i guess it probably stuck with me since then um but yeah i thought it was pretty catchy the whole way through uh diego what did you think about the soundtrack is my favorite part of the whole game is the music and the sounds uh like you were just talking about that opening snare drum like that intro music bum 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 uh it really pumps me up uh and gets me excited to play the game and the my favorite songs are from the the towns that you can go into lavender town uh the the music that plays in the i don't know if it's the department store or whatever the building is that self company is in that uh team rocket has taken over and you've got to go through all those floors it just some some awesome catchy tunes that i would be humming you know, for hours after the game, you know, got turned off. Um, and uh, just like the the little clips when the battle's about to start and also the music in the battles. Um, oh, yeah, that is good. Too. I, I like the music in the battle. It's just this definitely was the, the most enjoyable aspect of the game for me. Fair enough. Yeah, I think I'm here in my echo. There we go. Um, I, I think I agree completely. Uh, it's definitely memorable. Uh, even the show had a lot of memorable tunes, but this game, for some reason, they translated it really well. Whoever they got to do the music, I should have looked it up. Um, amazing job. Amazing job, for sure. I love that battle tune. I forgot about Even the, the sound it makes when it's going into the battle, you're right. That is so memorable. 
like it. Anyway, uh, Layla, what did you think of the music? Um, I have to admit, uh, I usually play this on silent. <laughs> no, that's fair. <laughs> um, you played so, the later ones, though. Do you know, did you hear any of the ones in this? Is it the similar? Does it carry on throughout the series? I play it on silent. All the way. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Um, I, did, I did have, you know, every now and again, I'll by mistake hit the volume. <laughs> And it will go up. And uh, yep. bits I have heard though, when they were in the uh, the ghost tower, the the, the tower, you, yeah, that the, the atmospheric. <laughs> they thought about it and they've made it very atmospheric. And I do like the little jubilant kind of jingle at the end of the battle when you win. Um, yep. But I think because it just to me becomes a little bit repetitive, and I guess I like to really concentrate. I want it on silent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That's fair. Sorry, composer. <laughs> Don't worry, he's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> or she. I'm not sure. Um, Canadian Retro, how about you? What did you think of the sound? I don't know. I, I don't really have much to say about the music. Uh, obviously, you guys have way more complimentary things to think about it. But for you me, I mean, like I, no, I'm not saying I don't like it. I mean, it just it doesn't <laughs> suck. It's just, it, it's kind of like, I don't know. I, I haven't really like cling to it or it doesn't, it's not meaningful to me, I guess, because it's my first play. So I guess for some people that have like nostalgia ears or something for it, they're like, oh yeah. And they're like, it reminds them of something or gets them into something. But for me, it's just like that. It, it, I don't know. It's not bad. There's nothing wrong with it. I just don't just really there. notice it when I'm playing. It's just there. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Now that's a good point about nostalgia too. I never thought of that because um, the, like the main theme for the, the show is also the, when you first turn the game on, it's that same theme. So it's definitely playing on some sort of nostalgia. No doubt. Yeah. Like I've um, never seen a show. So ever. I wonder if it would hold up today. I, I don't know. Hmm. Go back and watch it someday. Maybe we'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> maybe I'll watch it with the, with the Wii one. Uh, P one. How about you? I'm a real big fan of Junichi Masuda's work. Um, he has <laughs> <laughs> he has uh, actually worked as a composer, producer, and sometimes programmer uh, on the entire Pokemon series right from day wow. one. He he was uh, at Game Freak when they initially planned Pokemon Red. Um, cool. And like Layla, I listened to none of his music. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be good because they're still up. using him. You know what I mean? He's, he, yeah, is the, he, he was the composer for every Pokemon game uh, in the main series ever. And I guess Pokemon Stadium as well. And uh, Cool. That's pretty neat. Yeah. So um, that's all he's done. Um, Pokemon and he... Oh, sorry. He did Harmonite and Drill Dozer and Pulse Man. Um, he did Drill Dozer? Oh, yeah. That's all Game Freak, I yeah. think. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but, so I didn't I didn't listen to it. I listened to it a little bit when I started. And there's only like two songs, isn't there? There's the fight song and the walking around song. Is there oh, any different song? Each own theme. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. They all sounded the same to me. <laughs> like, you. I thought it was I'm not fighting song and I am fighting song. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, well, I was really, I mean, I get it's, it's a Game Boy, so you can't. But on the show, like the when they when the, when the Pokemon speak, they say their name, and in the game when they speak, they just say Wah! and <laughs> they, and they all say it. And it was just I was like, man, I'm really excited. So it's like, what what Pokemon am I using? Oh, I'm using Wah! Wah! like <laughs> you know what I mean. I wanted to hear Jigglypuff, and I wanted to hear him sing or her sing. You know, I yeah. wanted to hear my my Squirtle say Squirtle. You know. Uh, 
And what are they here, Jew dude? Disappointed. I remember being disappointed. <laughs> and I didn't get any of that. I got. Uh, ironically, my Geo dude did say Joe, um, so that was kind of interesting. That that's all he would say would be Joe over and over. Again. <laughs> just Joe. It's like the show. It <laughs> was just like the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm sure there are people that love this this Pokemon soundtrack. Maybe not it's this good, one specifically, man. but the music in general. And I don't want them to think that just because none of us listen to it. Um, well, well, me and Diego did. Yeah. It's okay. You don't have to lie for the show. <laughs> I'm telling you, though, I play this so much of the time when I'm in bed, and Curtis just is like, turn that damn light off. Turn that damn light off. But if I also had the music on, I'd, I don't think there would be girlfriend versus anything. It would just be, <laughs> I wouldn't be a girlfriend. You know, so that's the, probably the main reason why I, I started just playing it silent, and then I just the used to it. Next time he tells you to turn the light off, just yell at him, there are four lights. He'll never say it again. <laughs> okay. It's, uh, it's from Star Trek The Next happy. Generation. I'm pretty sure it's four. Is it four or is it five? Yeah, just say four. He'll get it. Cool. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's awesome. Um, is there anything else sound-wise Do you wanted to get right into graphics? All right. And graphics. that one covers graphics. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah i mean this is a game boy game i think for what they did with it it was really impressive uh for such a small cartridge um some of the pokemon i think looked better than others like people mentioned earlier the pikachu looks a little roly-poly but i think he looks cute were there any that stood out to you any that you thought looked great or maybe that you thought looked ridiculous um how about you Layla? um i really liked the later evolution of uh Oh, what is it? Uh, weeping, which is, I, I put it down Weeping somewhere. Bell? I think Victory uh, Bell. Yes, last. yeah, Victory <laughs> Bell, I think it is. Yeah. I, thought, I thought that looked amazing. And I think a lot of the fire Pokemon when you're fighting them, the later evolutions of those, just they look so beautiful. They look so well drawn. Yeah. That I loved looking at those. I thought they were yeah. great graphics. Uh, I agree with you. My my favorite Pokemon looking ones are are Arcanine, which is a fire one later on, like you said, and uh, Rapidash, which is Ponyta's uh, mm -hmm. evolution. Yeah, the fire ones really do look good. I never thought about it. It is the fire ones that I like too, um, except for Articuno. I like how Articuno looks too. Mm -hmm. um, okay, cool. How about you, Canadian Retro? Which ones do you think look the coolest, or maybe look derpy? <laughs> well, I, th I thought, and I think it was uh, was it Clay Fairy? Is that the name of it? Yeah. From from the back, like I have one on my team right now, and it's from the back. It just looks like a like a pile of oatmeal. Like there isn't <laughs> like anything like to define it. I was just like oh, that. It was really like actually, I think I don't know if it was it evolved or something. I can't remember exactly. It's, it's so uh, I get everything sort of mixed up when I'm playing this game because there's so many different things going on with different Pokemon. But I think it was the one that evolved, and it just kind of like I was just like, oh, that's what it evolved into. Like from behind, it looks awful. Maybe like face to face, it looks great, but once you turn it around, it's just like I'm not gonna date that man. <laughs> Could do it. There's a lot of the ones from the back that just doesn't look right. It's like, what no. is this thing? <laughs> it looks like they really did. They did okay on the front artwork and just kind of like, oh, you know. And it's like, meanwhile, you're staring at their, you're staring at them from the back the whole time. So right, they should have right. really spent more of their efforts on that. Yep. Yep. Fair enough. Uh, how about you, Diego? Uh, I think you're muted. I was indeed. I had a couple favorites. <laughs> <clears throat> I I liked 
the the Pokemon Hitmonchan or Hitmonchan, whatever. It was the one that you got to pick. Like, oh, yeah, I've got a I've got a gift for you. You can choose this or this. Um, I thought he looked like something out of Mike Tyson's Punch Out meets Pokemon. Uh, he wore punching gloves. I thought that was cool. Um, I also really liked. Um, uh, Growlithe, uh, I just like the styling of the hair. I thought that was neat. Um, uh, Jigglypuff, Pikachu, you know, um, Clefairy also. Uh, some I was less fond of, mainly just because they pop up all the time uh, when I'm walking in grass or whatever, and I'm <laughs> hoping to find some Pokemon that I haven't caught already. So I got sick of seeing Rotata. Um and got sick of seeing Pidgey and um, <laughs> if, if like I don't Marco. see them ever again, that would probably be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, uh, Cubone too. I thought Cubone was cool. Uh, really cute yeah. little guy with the, you know, the uh, skull kind of thing on his, on his face. Yeah. Kind of a, uh dark i think the skull is yeah. like its mother or something it's dead mother yeah so it's yeah. quite dark <laughs> it's it <gets> pretty dark <laughs> you know once you delve into the game some of the descriptions for these pokemon are really strange <laughs> um yeah okay cool p1 what did you think was there any that stood out to you other than the roly-poly pikachu uh i actually i think kitty retro said it there i do like the way most of them look from the front when i'm fighting them they look great pidgeo or pidgey looks great um mm. squirtle looks awesome like they have so much detail they look the way they're supposed to look and then i get them on my team and it's like i have they've been mashed in that ball for so long that they're uh <laughs> it's, it's impossible like they're indistinguishable like like i pull them out of the ball and they're all hunched over and it's like i can't tell what's going on you know what i mean my my blastoise has this weird growth coming out of his neck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. And I'm like, I'm looking at the front of the game, and I'm like, no, he's supposed to be awesome. That's a big cannon back there. And then I'm looking at what I have, and it's like, what is going on? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't like, and that, I mean, visually, visuals are a big thing for me. Uh, we've said it before uh, that I am very heavily influenced by how a game looks. Uh, the the walking around the world graphics are simple. They're eight. Four bit, maybe I don't know what Game Boy is. <laughs> um, they're simple, but I can accept that. Um, the in-fight graphics look better. The Pokemon you're facing look great. Even the ones you see all the time, I, they look nice. And even yeah. the ones that look weird, uh, like the Gloom with the snot falling out of his nose, like he looks, Gross. he still looks good. Uh, yeah. But then I get him on my, you know, like Growlithe. You're like, oh, Growlithe looks awesome. He's got this beautiful mane. These Great tiger stripes, this cool tail. I can't wait to have him on my team. And then I get him on my team, and he looks like an old like dish sponge. <laughs> it's just completely takes me out of it. I'm like, I'm just gonna use my go my my squirtle with the goiter, I guess. <laughs> goiter squirtle, wow. Yeah. So it bothers me. But that's yeah, why I think enough. I don't oh, I'll save it. <laughs> Alright. Well, you know what? With that said, was there anything that we, anything graphically, first of all, that anybody wanted to mention uh, that we didn't cover already? Um, I don't know about the others, but um, my, because I played red, 
like mine was all in different uh like shades of red there was some green i think in it as well but um i've heard that then if you play it in blue it's the shades of blue and i don't remember when i did play the beginning of blue if that is true hmm. i'm is not sure no um I, I played a lot in the crappy game west i didn't get any color but uh oh, I played it on the 3ds was there a blue hint or a tint to it on the 3ds the you have two options one it's the green tint uh, uh, like on the old school game boy and then you can press both left and right uh triggers and i think when you hold that down and press y it switches to like a grayscale uh color scheme but uh that, those are the only two options that i saw okay cool good to know yeah because mine's like i don't know if oh, anyone yeah. can see that but that's definitely um, red <laughs> so, yeah. yeah so on the uh what is it? my my game boy sp yeah it's very red and then just the people are green or the pokeballs are green yeah i see it so there yeah that's oh, definitely and also oh, when the um when the Pokemon are actually in the the list, you know, when you look at your own list, some of them have the same have the same yeah. image. Um, yeah. like my Graveler and my uh Charmander seem to look exactly the same, but then when you pull them out, the graphics get better, like you're saying, and then when you fight them, they're even better. And it would have been nice if there was uh, more continuity between them because some of those images were so beautiful. Yeah, that's true. Why are they the same? Because I noticed that there's some that it's. I was like, maybe they're grouping them by class or something. But it, there yeah. seems to be no rhyme or reason to the ones that mm. look. Yeah, I, don't have I know the water oh, ones all look like one. that that <laughs> seal or whatever it is, and the flying ones all look like the bird. But yeah. then there's this catch-all that seems to be like the charman or the graveler. That's just this like little creature, but it's, mm. it feels like it could be almost anything. <laughs> yeah, and Pikachu and Clefable look exactly the same on that list as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, oh, I mean, I'm sure there's an answer, but I don't have it. <laughs> yeah. Probably just like another limitations kind of thing. You know, they can only come up with so right. many sprites in the thing or whatever, so they can only put it together so many ways, and that's yeah. something they had to skimp on. Yeah, that's most likely it, I'm, I'm sure. But um, I'm playing it on, like, a big screen TV, right? Oh, yeah. So How's that looking? Well, it looks great to me. I don't know. I don't have any complaints about it at all. I mean, I understand, obviously, the limitations of the original cartridge, but... I think it looks pretty gorgeous for what it is. Um, Good. Probably one of the better looking Game Boy games, definitely. As yeah, far as a, um, you know, the tech they used. That's that's a great point. Like it's important to remember this was on, and it was old, like really old. It wasn't Game Boy Color even. It wasn't definitely wasn't Game Boy Advance. So yeah, for what they had to work with, they did a really good job. All right. Uh, anything else graphically? All right, I think that's pretty much Pokemon. We're going to get into our, uh, our lasting impressions now or our overall thoughts and ratings. Um, would you still play this today in, in modern age? And would you recommend it to other people now still? Um, if not, what would you need changed in order to recommend it to somebody? That kind of thing. So, yeah, what, what are your lasting impressions? I'm going to start with you, Layla. I did enjoy this game. I think there were some clunky things that would make me not want to play this particular uh generation of the game 
uh, being the bag, getting filled up so quickly was uh, particularly frustrating because I'd spend a lot of my time when I was in a cave or something and I was kind of lost and I was just about getting where I was supposed to be going and then suddenly I'm dealing with items and then where am I? Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah so that, that is, was, I'm glad that that left uh, in the later generations. Um, but I, I really like Leaf Green and, um, and Sapphire, which are remakes, and I would really recommend those. Sorry for the, the, the diehard Cartridge Club members who hate me now for saying oh, that. That's, generation. that's all right. Um, but, yeah, I think, I, I mean, it's a, it's a wonderful game. I really, really enjoyed it. It's my favorite um, type of game, definitely. And uh, I just think people should give it a go and see what they think, because from what we've been talking about, we've all found some things frustrating, the same things, but then other things haven't bothered each other. So, you know, horses yeah, to That's call. a good point. And, and I'm happy you mentioned Leaf Green. A lot of people say that, that should, that's a great recommendation for your first Pokemon game. So um, I didn't realize that was a, a remake of uh, the original, and that's awesome. I think that's a great way for people to get introduced to Pokemon then, because as, as much as this game, it does hold up for what it is, uh, the next step up would be boy, would be better, especially if it has the same story and everything. So I recommend Leaf Green too for sure. Um, okay, cool. Candy Retro, what were your overall thoughts? What I mean, still I, recommend. Oh, I absolutely recommend um, this game. I like I said before, I was a naysayer for Pokemon stuff. I pretty much was of the opinion, even when I started collecting, I was just like, Pokemon. I'll call, I'll put it in the collection. It'll be there. You know, if someone comes over, they want to play it, um, kind of thing. But I was just like, it's too overwhelming and uh i was wrong to say the least oh. uh when it came to that i think um playing these games uh is a good way to start and you might as well start at the start um where yeah. it all began and there's nothing wrong with playing it i don't i mean yeah any of these old games you could say that about nes games you could say that about they're all clunky they have some bad mechanics um that need to be worked out kind of thing but i don't think it's a deterrent for me i think uh if you're playing Something like this, like I said before, it, um, you know, I, I thought it would be a little overwhelming trying to get into Pokemon, and I found that this experience um, sort of eased me into it. It's not a particularly challenging game if you uh, spend the time playing it, so I don't see why a person wouldn't be interested in playing it these days kind of thing. Yeah, no, well said, and uh, I love hearing you say that too, that you have a, a reason to go back and look at this game now and you actually enjoyed it. I think that's great. Awesome. Um, Diego, how about you? I would recommend this game to, to people. I would add a little caveat. I think you need to be patient with the game, uh, especially if you're generally playing modern games or, you know, your uh, recollection of retro games are kind of like uh uh, more of the the AAA retro games that we think of now, Final Fantasy II, you know, the Dragon Warrior Quest series, you're not going to pick up Pokemon and think, oh yeah, this this holds up against those types of titles because it it is a different type of game. Um, it grew on me. Uh, I found it a very charming game, uh, and it had a lot of. I can't say it's nostalgic because I didn't play it back then, but it has the same feel to me like when I play a nostalgic game because the elements are so similar. Um, you know, the neat character design, uh, interesting music, um, you know, stuff like that. 
So, and I can't even put my finger on it, like what it is that keeps drawing me back to this game. I have a 3DS loaded with games that I still haven't finished playing. And, you know, I, I open up the 3DS and I keep wanting to play Pokemon uh, <laughs> over, over yeah. other stuff. And I can't awesome. even say it's like that great of a game, especially first generation compared to like X or uh, later stuff. But I, I just, I've really grown to like this game. And I, I think people should give it a shot. Uh, and if you don't like it, well, you know, too bad. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's a great way of putting it. And I love hearing people who didn't play back in the day still liking it now. I think that's awesome. Cool. Um, all right. You're up, P1. So when I play an <laughs> RPG, I like to see my characters progress. Your character doesn't progress in this. Your Pokemon progress in this. But I like seeing that. I like seeing them involve. Um, so I enjoy that aspect of it. The gameplay itself is very simple. Uh, it's essentially walk around, fight, and that's it. Uh, but that's okay. Like uh, like Layla mentioned, that's a good way to unwind. You know what I mean? Some people read a book at night. Some people uh, watch TV. You could lay down or you could sit down and bang out an hour or 45 minutes or even 20 minutes catching Pokemon or fighting Pokemon. Uh, your dog could start barking in the middle of your wrap-up thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would not... I couldn't go back to uh, red, blue, and probably yellow because I am so affected by the visual appearance. I love my dog. <laughs> um, I am so affected by visual appearance. And it, to me, I, I was excited about the game because I wanted to... My, when I first started playing, I was like, I'm going to get them all. I'm going to catch them all. They're going to be on my team. It's going to be awesome. And when they looked so different from the back than they did from the front, it really – I was I lost all interest in catching any of them. Um, so I just stopped. I didn't I didn't catch a Pokemon for like after the – well, after the second badge, I think, maybe. I just stopped. I was like, ah, there's no, no point. I didn't even go in the tall grass. I just walked on the road, fought the trainers, went to the next gym, fought the gym. And that it's not how the game is meant to be played. And I think that's why I didn't enjoy it as much as I could have, because I was missing out on the entire aspect of catching the pocket monsters. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, so would I recommend the beginning? I would say if you're somebody who's very affected by visuals, check out Canadian Retro's stream of it first and see if it's something that you like. If it is, sim it's very simple. It's very easy to play. You could try it out. Um, I may actually look into Fire Red Leaf Green, knowing that they are uh, remakes uh, based on Layla's recommendation. Are, is it still my biggest problem though? Is is it still 151 Pokemon, or is it already expanded at that point? I don't know. Okay, that's what turns me <laughs> off from the new ones because I think Alpha Sapphire looked great. I think Pokemon Sun and Moon looks great, but there's 700 and some odd Pokemon, and I don't have the time or the desire to learn 700 pokemon and there, um, there is a sweet spot as well with with pokemon just um you know from my point of view as a as a player um where you reach this point where you know what you're doing it looks good enough to kind of believe in it and it's not so it's not quite so clunky they've worked out some of the kinks but then the later games which i also do love are extremely complicated at times and have a lot of subplots of different things that you have to do which in some ways can be fun but then it takes it away from the main reason you're there playing pokemon 
So I think some of these like leaf green, um, sapphire, even I think diamond was was somewhere in um, in that middle kind of sweet spot for me, just from my opinion. Okay. I am definitely going to – Mark, do you want fire red? I don't. Uh, I'll track it the, down. Uh, only one I got. Um, I may try that. Um, would I, I couldn't – I wouldn't recommend going back to the beginning because – Everything that I've heard and read from Pokemon fans is that the series just has gotten better with its uh, each iteration. So I wouldn't recommend – I personally wouldn't recommend going back to the beginning, especially if you're new at RPGs or if you're sort of on the fence about RPGs because it uh, it's a hard pill to swallow, I think, going going back to the Game Boy. And the, I, I do believe a, a lot of it is the limitations of the, the console it's on. Not to knock the Game Boy, uh, but I never had one growing up. Mark had one. But I didn't because it was for kids. <laughs> yeah, so I'd I mean, to, I don't know. No, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I'd, I'd pretty much have to disagree with that. I think it's a great starter because it is so simple in its mechanics and what you have to do in it. But you know, teach their own, right? Like, hmm. however you feel about it, you might find like if you find those clunky things interfere with that, then you know maybe. And that's but, a good point. Where it is so simple and some because. I'm saying as a starter RPG for someone, but I am not new to RPGs. You know what yeah. I mean? So mm-hmm. to me, like, oh, simple's not good. I want to have, you know, an active time bar and I want to have a skill tree that I have to unlock and stuff. But I don't, mm-hmm. not knowing that, I like those things going into. So I could see, I could see your point with the, the simpler um, gameplay. Uh, it would ease somebody in better. And I, I say simple, but it's not like, it's not like just a tap A and that's it. You need to figure out what is stronger than what. What is this guy going to do compared to what this guy's going to do? So it is. there is some complexity there. It's just, it, as far as RPGs go, it's it would be considered simple. Um, well, I was new to RPGs. Like this was the first, Pokemon Blue was the, at the beginning was the first RPG I'd, I think I'd ever played. Um, and I really enjoyed the beginning of the game. And I think for anyone just starting it out, the beginning of the game, you you don't hit any of those roadblocks that kind of frustrate you as a gamer. Late, you hit them later on. So I think maybe the beginning of the game is more enjoyable just to see if you really like it and give it a go. And then if those things really get in the way, you know you can play the game as a remake, you know, in a later generation. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe that's a good way to kind of, you know, split the difference. Yeah, that's a good point. And you, I mean, it's only like, Seven dollars, I think, or something like that on the eShop, or ten dollars, maybe. Ten, so, I think, yeah. I mean, really, I've thrown away ten dollars on a meal at McDonald's. Last <laughs> nearly as long as an True. episode of Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, and it definitely doesn't look as good from the back like the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's that's my thoughts. Yeah. All right. Not for me. Well said. Well. That's us. That's our podcast. Let's take a look at what the club thought. We have this thing called Three Word Review. Everybody sums up their experience with the game in three words. Not or less, though. Just three words. Has to be three words. That's right. Um, okay, so Except, do you have those up? I be- yeah, I do have them here. And I believe Rambox still has three extra words that he is allowed to use. Because you missed him like it. three months in a row. Uh, <laughs> I think Musty actually has some too. I'm not 100%. I can't remember, but somebody has them. I'm revoking Musty's. So, uh, oh, review. Big thanks to the Kane and Ritz podcast. We actually got this idea from them, reached out to them. They said, by all means, steal from us because they had already stolen it from someone else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, first up, uh, Beardless Donnie at the Donovan Viper. He says, better than Digimon. 
Uh, I'd have to agree. So Pokemon, so Pokemon and Digimon is like Transformers I and GoBots, right? Love Digimon. Oh, Ooh. all right. I'll let you guys work that <laughs> out. Uh, Retro Revolution <laughs> at Retro Faith Games said Generation One rules. Matt Bandy at X Matt Bandy X said lost interest quickly. Duke from Retro Nonsense, he's at Duke zero six one nine. Said Pokemon Yellow is, and uh, I believe that's a reference to his uh, his, so- his Sonic uh, um, review. So if you want to know what Duke thinks Pokemon Yellow is, go back to the Sonic he month actually, that we had. He has a review up. He has a Pokemon Yellow review up. You can go. Read oh it. yes, yes he does. It's very very that. in depth. <laughs> uh, it's Rocket Sauce at It's Rocket Sauce said on my list. I believe he's talking about the CC100 list. So uh, one of the three made his top 100 list. I actually think because no no Pokemon game made the top 100, and I think spoilers. I think it's because Ow. they were split it up. They were split up, so people may have voted for red, blue, X, Y, and they weren't lumped together. Uh, I might go back through and see if any of them would have made it had they been had they been joined. Go by generation, yeah, yeah, I think you should. Uh, John Payne at NES Payne said, "Gotta catch them all," and he he put the little uh, apostrophe for catch them. Oh, I don't know. That's a tough one. That's that's gotta catch them. <laughs> uh, Musty Hobbit at Musty Hobbit said, "Hasn't caught me." Uh, he's also playing it alongside Final Fantasy 15 right now, so I believe his view is probably skewed slightly. And uh, the last one we have from Twitter is from Curtis at Girlfriend Versus. And he says, PETA wouldn't approve. (laughs) (laughs) Which uh, is very accurate because they do not like when you jam your pets in small uh, containers and then carry them around and make them fight each other. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, so that's the three word reviews from the community. There's, I just want to take a second here. We don't, I know we don't normally do this. Um, we normally don't go to the forums or anything. There was three really good stories on the forums this month uh, talking about Pokemon and how it had people had uh, interacted with it or affected with it, been, been affected by it. We can get these guys it. to do their three-word review while you look that up if you want. Yes, please do. All right, Diego, what's your three-word review? Surprisingly fun game. Nice. How about Layla? Charming walk outside. Oh, I get, like it too. Um, let's go with Canadian Retro next. Blew my mind. Nice. Now is blue B L U E? Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. Nice. Uh, mine is going to be play leaf green, which I think is same version but better. <laughs> uh, uh, my three word review. I do have them up here. My third review would be not from behind. (laughs) Goodness. So there's, there's, if you have a chance, go to www.cartridgeclub.org, go to the forums, uh, this cartridge club section, and then the Pokemon. There's a lot of great write-ups and people had a lot of great memories with this game. Uh, There's two that I wanted to, um, I don't want to read them all because one of them is really long. I'm going to do it anyway. Um, what time do we get? Yeah. You just edit bits later time. if you want. 
So uh, the first one I'm going to read actually is Curtis's from Girlfriend Versus. Um, so he said, uh, really stoked to revisit these games again. In fact, I was so stoked that I revisited the entirety of Pokemon Blue in October. I couldn't wait. I had to know if it still held, held up after all these years. My verdict. First, a little history. I was a total poker nerd when the franchise initially caught fire here in the States. I collected the cards, participated in tourneys, and played the game endlessly. My appetite was insatiable until I stopped. What hit me at that perfect sweet spot during adolescence quickly faded into obscurity as I outgrew this silly little kids game and moved on to whatever the cooler, older kids were into at the time. The world of Pokemon I knew started and ended with Generation 1. Flash forward some 15 plus years and I started a little YouTube show called Girlfriend Versus. I'd make my girlfriend play a variety of games across various platforms and genres with the hope that I might catalyze the same sort of intense love for video games that I have. And it worked. Sort of. I had definitely fostered an interest that didn't exist previous to Girlfriend Versus, but it wasn't until we played one particular game that I knew my experiment had worked. The game that did the trick? Pokemon Blue. That same bug that bit me so many years before had bit her too, and it bit her hard. After we finished the episode, she wanted more. It was the first time she asked to keep going. Hell, it was the first time she wanted to play on her own. So I gave her a Game Boy Advance SP and Pokemon Sapphire, and she was off to the races. Soon she would buy Leaf Green and Diamond and so on and so on, blasting through every generation, far surpassing even my own skill and knowledge. What had I created? <laughs> Enter, the, <laughs> Enter awesome. the Cartridge Club. For the first time ever, Layla and myself will be playing the same game, albeit red and blue, side by side on our own. Hence, I'm excited. Hence, I couldn't wait until December. Hence, I've already beaten it. My verdict? <laughs> I love this freaking game. Now, I've only ever known the first generation, so I don't feel hindered by the knowledge of improvements, of which I'm sure there are many, in addition to subsequent generations. I am just as addicted to it as I was when I was 12, perhaps even more so. I never really put much thought into catching them all when I was younger. However, now I feel it is my duty to max out my Pokedex. Layla and I are working in tandem to complete this goal. I have my link cable for trades, and I have an extra cart to get my Mew glitch on. Now, if only a damn Taurus would show up in the Safari Joe. <laughs> Very <laughs> a minor quibble, but still. Um, so that's Curtis. I wanted to talk about Curtis just because I love that a game that he loved as a child could be something that you two as a couple bond over now. Uh, my fiance and I had something similar with Child of Light. It was her first RPG, um, and I played through it with her as I controlled a little sprite on the Wii U. And the fact that Pokemon is able to do that uh, is, is amazing to me. And the, so, because a lot of people talk about this Pokemon phenomenon and how, how can this game that's so simple be so big? Um, and it's because of memories like that and memories like this one that I'm about to read uh, by King Garlock. So he says, back when I was in junior high, I got a game pro that had info on Metal Gear Solid. I was very much into the hype for that game and wanted it very badly. Plus combos for rival schools in the back of the month. They had a two-page spread on Pokemon. They talked about the concept of the game, showed images of the Pokemon, and talked about the different versions. I was beyond interested. When I saved enough money, I actually bought both red and blue. I bought another Game Boy from a friend that wasn't really into gaming anymore and went about getting started. Then I lent blue to a good friend of mine, and we had a mission. All 150, which we did catch. Then for Christmas, Metal Gear Solid and Pokemon Yellow. I have an intense love for Generation 1 and Pokemon in general. However, I never bought another game till Heart Gold and Soul Silver on the DS. Then after that was X, Omega Ruby, and just recently Sun. I really enjoyed how the game was so simple to just pick up and play, but at the same time did have some strategy. 
The game was able to evolve, but yet still keep what made it great at its core, a simple, fun game. Uh, was happy. I was happy when they put Generation 1 on the 3DS Virtual Console. I got yellow due to being able to get all Gen 1 starters in the game. Uh, I really miss this old gem. I still have the old Game Boy I played the games on, but sadly, I no longer have those cards. So, and then... So there's that one, and then the other one was on Facebook, and I, I don't have it in front of me, and it was Anzi from Rad Rascals. Him and a guy oh. at school um, initially this played this one together, Pokemon Red and Blue together. They were not friends. They didn't know each other. And they both got Pokemon. One got red, one got blue. And they played it together, and from that point, they became friends, and they stood in each other's weddings, and they're still friends today. Aww. Yeah. That's so, a good story. Yeah, like, it's... Pokemon is more than just a game pokemon is uh, a movement it's mm-hmm. it's this it's this powerful force almost that brings people together and gives people the anyway people like it <laughs> there's no deep moment no, at the end there i just it just kind of fell flat there yeah the go read the forms there's a lot of good stuff and because i know i didn't have a lot of great things to say about this game but i that is i am i believe i am outside of the the norm most people enjoy these games and the reasons are there and they just whether they find them at the right time of their youth or they find them as an adult they're definitely worth checking out well said sorry and with that <laughs> said <laughs> oh yeah that's the show i think i think that's pokemon uh so i want to thank our guests for being here uh canadian retro thank you People can find him on Twitter, at Canadian Retro. You can find him on YouTube. You can find him on Twitch. Uh, if you get him on Twitter, uh, shoot him a message. I'm sure he's happy to give you links to everything. As well, thank you, Diego. Thank you. I don't know if you were waiting for me to say something back. <laughs> I usually wait. Um, you can find Diego on Twitter, at Alexino Lawyer. And you can soon find him on uh, the brand new podcast, Lace Cartridge Hermanos, with uh, Julian Vega. <laughs> it's oh, an all man. Spanish version of the Cartridge Club. <laughs> uh, you can uh, thank you for being here. And lastly, uh, from Girlfriend versus Layla, thank you for being here. Thank you very much for having me. And you can find her on Twitter. It's at Layla Birch, correct? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and follow her there. Girlfriend versus, I think. Exactly at Girlfriend vs on Twitter. Um, and on YouTube, definitely check and Instagram. I think, uh, definitely <laughs> check them out. They have uh, some really great stuff on there. And uh, if you're in the movies and you hear a voice that sounds familiar, it just might be her. Yeah, it very well could be. Next month, uh, I'm gonna have muscles on my dogs. Next month, we are playing Mini Ninjas, <laughs> which is available on the Wii, the PS3, the Xbox 360, and the DS. Um, we have three great guests lined up for that. I'm very excited to play that game. Uh, I have already beaten it. I beat the Wii version uh, a couple years ago. I'll be playing the PS3 version this month. Or January, sorry. So I'm excited for that. Uh, and I want to thank the listeners. So if you've made it through this whole podcast, thank you very much. If you're listening to it on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, please head over to www.cartridgeclub.org where you can find other great podcast videos and blogs such as Retro Fandango, Girlfriend Versus, and Musty Hobbit. If you're already a member of the Cartridge Club, you can head to www.patreon.com slash cartridge club, where you can give as much or as little as you like, and every cent donated goes directly to improving the community for everyone involved. I'm Player One. I'm Player Two. CC Unite. 